Hello everyone, this is Paul Brennan with Believe in Tennessee Golf, here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Our show is a breakdown of all things golf in the volunteer state. We will cover men's, women's, golf tournaments, professionals, amateur events, and dive into junior golf as well. We will talk to the players, the instructors, and the organizers. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us on Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at at pbrannon21 or on Twitter at QIC underscore golfpro. The first event we're going to talk about this season, or as the season starts to wind down, we'll kind of do the recaps of what's going on, is the Tennessee-Georgia Assistance Cup. This is 12-man teams, top 10 on the points list from each squad, along with two captains pick. Assistance Cup started in 1995's creative and fun yet competitive event between the two sections. Another goal of the cup matches is to raise money for a charity of the host team's choice. Each year they alternate playing in Georgia and Tennessee going back and forth. Over the years going into the season, Georgia had been up 11 to Tennessee's 10 with three ties over the season. As they started the event with the four ball competition, which is just a best ball competition. Two players play their own shot, choose the best score for the hole, and score based on match play. Tennessee jumped off to a good start, taking four of the six victories that day, being up 4-2 to two, with Casey Flanagan and Aaron Forgey leading the way with a 9-7 and seven win over Jacob Tilton and Jack Sargent. Uh, other standouts were Alex Cox and David Ambrose, won 5-4 and four over Greg Edwards and Tyler Hayes. Second day's matches were the foursomes. Uh, the foursomes is just a best ball format. You choose who will tee off the odds in the evens. Each player will tee up the tee shot. The other player will then hit the next shot, continuing that alternate format through the hole until the ball is holed out. With Tennessee being up 4-2 to two after the first win, they were able to hang on to that, again moving into winning four of the two events there. Uh, standouts on this win, again, Alex Cox, Casey Flitigan winning 5-3 and three over Gus Wagner and Anthony Cordes. Going into the singles matches, which is just one-on-one best ball, uh, this had 12 events or 12 matches being played. Uh, able to split this one 6-6, six and six, um, Big wins for the Tennessee side. Uh, Marshall Talkington won up five and four. Big wins on the Georgia side. Uh, Tyler Hayes won four and three. Overall score of the match and the event: Tennessee wins fourteen to ten, tying up the series at eleven apiece and three ties to boot. Uh, next year, Georgia will host this event. The next event we're going to talk about, also a team competition, is the, the Tennessee Challenge Cup matches. This is an event that started in 1968, takes the top 16 professionals off the senior and regular professional list in Tennessee against the top 16 players off the senior and regular amateur divisions. 
they meet up at host locations throughout the state and play. In 1968, when it started, the AMs won the first one. The professionals took it kind of uh, personal and since then have won 30-21 to 21 going into this year. This year's match was contested at Chattanooga Golf and Country Club. Uh, in this event, they started off with the four ball, which again is the player on ball take the best score. The TGA got off to a great lead, leading to five and a half, two and a half after round one. Going into the second day of the foursomes, this is where the PGA was really able to turn it on in the alternate shot format, taking seven to one of the eight matches that day. Going into the singles event, this time with there being 16 points on the line, TGA was able to try and mount a comeback, winning 8.5 to 7.5, but at the end, the foursomes alternate shot was what won it for the PGA. Total 17 to 15. So now the pros are up 31 to the amateurs 21. The next event we're going to discuss is the 51st Tennessee PGA Professional Championship. This is a qualifying event for the local club pros to advance to the National Club Pro, and from there they have a chance to play in the PGA Championship. This event was contested at Holston Hills in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, in fact, it will be hosting the Corn Ferry Tour event there uh, this coming year in 2020. The event's a three-day 54-hole stroke play competition. Um, the defending champion, Johan Koch, was in the field, um, and Johan played very well. Johan shot 11 under for the three days of competition. Uh, the additional qualifiers were Andrew Bateman from Knoxville at Cherokee Country Club, Casey Flanagan from Tansy Golf Course in Knoxville, Matthew Brock from Memphis at Spring Creek Ranch, and Walt Chapman from Fairways and Greens in Knoxville as well. It took four under to make it to the national event. They will be playing that event in the spring. The final event I will be covering today is the National Car Rental Tennessee Assistance PGA Championship. This is also a qualifier to go to national for the assistants who work across the state. Um, this year, Ryan Botts shot nine under. Um, it was hosted at Old Hickory Country Club. Casey Flanagan from Tansy and Knoxville shot five under, and Lee Whitehead um, at three under from Fox 10. They will be advancing to go play in the Nationals. Now, this is a small taste of what the professionals do in the state. Uh, they generally play in 15 to 20 events throughout the year, earning points and being able to get themselves on the list. Now, I know it's a little boring for my first podcast to be a recap of four tournaments that happened three to six months ago, but it's just kind of an understanding of what our passion here is at Believe, and we want to help people understand the game. Um, coming up on the podcast later this season, I will be talking to winners of these um, events. We'll also be talking to junior golfers across the state who've completed competed at national uh, and local levels. We'll also talk to a lot of the amateurs who are playing in these events and how they kind of lead the forefront uh, and the ability to really get out there and compete and, and make it fun along with having a job um, and you know just being able to, to put the 40 hours a week of work a weekend and being able to get out and play and stay competitive and and hone that edge so the 
tournaments I mentioned earlier, two of which were points events for player, the Tennessee PGA awards points for people playing in tournaments, finishing winning top 20 uh, throughout. As you earn those points, you rise up that list and get invited to the two of the special events I talked about. And they have the opportunity to play in national events and go forward from there. Um, every year, the Tennessee PGA, uh, the top 20 on that list will be exempt for the following year's State Open, hosted by the TGA, so it's kind of an honor and a privilege. Winning the Player of the Year um, this year, now Casey was able to play in a majority of the events. Again, the Tennessee PGA hosts about 20 events a year. But Casey was able to win the Player of the Year points. Uh, finishing second was Johan Koch, uh, who again won the national or won the club pro going to national and Johan has competed I think three possibly four times now in the PGA Championships a really good player uh, Braxton Hunter from Fairways and Greens came in third Glenn Hudson from Oak Ridge Com Country Club uh, finished fourth on the points list Greg Wyatt owner of the Capital City Learning Center came in fifth Bobby Cochran from Colonial Country Club six Walt Chapman, Fairways and Greens, uh, come in 7th. Matthew Brock, Spring Creek Ranch, 8th. Scott Masters at the Golf Galaxy in Brentwood came in ninth. Oliver Peacock uh, from Bellmead Country Club winding out the top 10 there. Uh, congratulations to all those guys. Amazing play throughout the year. Really getting your name out there and again representing the Tennessee PGA very well. Staying on the professional side, but shifting gears from tournament golf, now we're going to start talking about instruction. So Golf Digest, in their newest article, came out with the top professional coaches in your state. Leading that list uh, from Tennessee was Joe Hallett from the Vanderbilt Legends Club, uh, followed up in the number two spot with Matt Killian from Troubadour Golf uh, and Field Club in College Grove. Rob Akins is number three from Spring Creek Ranch in Collierville. Brian Lackey from the Golf Club of Tennessee coming in the number four spot. Miss Nancy Corsolino from Gaylord Springs coming in the number five. Virgil Herring at Innsworth Golf Center here in Nashville. Henrik Simonson at the Honors Course in Ottawa. Matt Walter at Vanderbilt Legends Club here in Franklin. Ben Pelicani at West Haven Golf Club. Walt Chapman from Fairways and Greens in Knoxville. Brad Reading at Target Practice Golf and Training Center in Knoxville. Jake Reeves from Fox Den Country Club. Galen Cood from Golf House Learning Center. And Jax Wilson at Old Fort Golf Club. That's 14 top instructors in the state of Tennessee. So if any of these are in your neighborhood and you're looking to get a little bit better at golf, they'd be a great investment for some time to get in there and see. Also released this year was the top golf courses in the state. Coming in the number one spot is the Honors Course in Ottawa, the Golf Club of Tennessee in Kingston Springs, Spring Creek Ranch uh, in Carville, Holston Hills in Knoxville, Bellmead Country Club in Nashville, TPC Southwind in Memphis, Memphis Country Club, Chattanooga Golf and Country Club, Tennessee National Golf Club in Loudoun, and rounding out the top ten is Black Creek Golf Club. Again, if you get the opportunity to play any of these courses, you definitely need to sneak out there and give those guys a call. 
So there's a little bit of a taste and a preview of what to expect from Believe in Tennessee Golf. Uh, again, we will be covering events throughout the year, forecasting schedules. I know I've talked to both the Tennessee PGA and the TGA, and they are working on their schedules. And as soon as I can get those, I will get those posted out to everybody. If you are in Middle Tennessee, you can go to thegolfhousetennessee.com, click on the Nashville Pro-Am Series, and starting in March, that will be a Pro-Am build-your-own-foursome-go-play-golf-blind-draw with a professional. Um, Memphis, Chattanooga, Knoxville, Tri-Cities, you all already have these events, so you too can find your local website and contact and get out and play some golf on the Mondays. Has a great opportunity to play some of the private courses that it's really hard to get on. You earn points throughout the year. If you earn enough points by playing, you get invited to some really cool things at the end of the season. That's a small taste of things to come in Believe in Tennessee Golf here on the Believe Podcast, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? I want to thank you for spending some time listening to me today talk about golf. Again, what I'm very passionate about and what I love. As the season goes on, I want to get more interactive. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you want to talk about. If you have some great stories of local professionals, local amateurs, local juniors, seniors, women, anybody who plays golf that's doing really well and you want to talk about it, get it out there, let me know. You can reach me at Instagram at paulpbrannon21 or on Twitter at QIC underscore golf. Thank you for tuning in today. Good luck, everybody. Get out there and play some golf.